Hello guys, hope everybody's doing really well. Thought I'd do a podcast. I actually upgraded, um, I think for the first time in um, what could be two years maybe um, of podcasting. I think that might be about right. I decided to um, invest in a microphone, um, but it still just plugs into the iPhone, but I guess this is me testing it for the for the first time. Um, so it'll be really interesting. It, it also helps that I'm sitting in, I guess, my little office in the place where I rent. Um, <clears throat> so you'll probably find it is a little bit quieter, the general surrounding noise. Um, I, I listen back. Every now and again, I'll listen back. Um, the little bits of a podcast if somebody messages about it or and I, I kind of want to hear what I said <laughs> um, and some of them have been so shite <laughs> um, not like not the the content um, I hope but pretty much just the background noise and I bought a cheap pair of bluetooth headphones on Amazon for you know 20 something quid and I realized that when the wind blew I, I, I don't listen back before I upload so um but when I when I did listen back and I hear the wind blowing and um cars passing by and you can barely understand a word I'm saying. Um so I guess apologies for that. Um and you know hopefully the sound quality of this podcast today and, and you know hypothetically future podcasts um you know will improve quite dramatically um so yeah no look things are things are in a good place um the last podcast i did was after the half marathon um i still didn't really know how things were gonna go in terms of recovery and moving on to london you know there was always a risk of racing the half and um maybe i wouldn't recover or or maybe things would get tight or sore or um and so you know it, it it's been a it's been an okay week since um there was a rest day on monday which i think was really important um and then tuesday i was able to do a run and this time at the end of the run my calf didn't hurt which is a absolutely brilliant thing i could probably thank um Gemma Stevens for some treatment on monday and Gemma looks after me when i'm in Teddington um and that's at physio and therapy in Teddington there. It's great setup. Gemma's treated me for a lot of years now, so there's quite a lot of trust built and I know she'll get the job done. Um then on Wednesday I did sorry, I actually did gym on Tuesday as well. Because one thing that I've learned and it, and this is all logic. I don't know why I guess we don't think like this or or use the knowledge that we have, but when you race you essentially break your muscles down to the absolute maximum you know you're if you've tapered well and you've trained well it allows you on race day to essentially put in more effort than you ever have for longer than you ever have assuming you race pretty much flat out so what you'll find is the couple of days after your muscle condition won't be very good tired broken down 
actually if you did strength tests before and after the race you might find that your strength is actually down so it was probably a tip that mo i got a flight back with mo on saturday um and just as we're leaving the airport back here in london he it's just one of one thing that he mentioned he just said make sure you get in the gym as soon as you can and make sure things are things are moving well and and you know the strength's good and and that's it that's all he said <laughs> and and so yeah so tuesday i jumped in the gym and um everything seemed to be moving pretty well and um strength seemed to be okay um i then did a session so wednesday sorry i did a couple of runs i did the gym tuesday wednesday i did a couple of runs and um there was still a little bit of muscle tiredness um i i know there was because when i was um communicating with gary um most coach to join him on thursday for a session i was being very um i guess hesitant and saying things like yeah probably neither of us will want to go super hard um and it was probably just quite negative communication but i think not in a bad way like i think i just knew you've raced a half marathon really hard five or six days before and so it's okay to be a bit worried that you know your legs and your body might not be ready to hammer a session thursday so we did a session in Bushy Park on Thursday um, yesterday. That went well. Um, speed was good. Um, body, first couple of reps felt a little bit um, not as smooth as maybe what Saturday morning did. But then as the session kind of sort of got going and um, we were working pretty good, then the body started to come round and feel a lot better. Um, so no, look, that was really good um next for me um is basically a bit more recovery so today i woke up i was i was tired i was a bit sore again and this is sometimes what happens after you race you you sort of might think that you're fully recovered and then you do a training session and you realize okay maybe i'm not as recovered as um i thought i was so what i'm going to do is you know take it a bit easier again um, and sometimes that's when you find out, like, <clears throat> put it this way, after Doha, I thought two or three days later, you know, my legs were, were good to go. And me and Haas did a few runs in North Carolina, like by the beach. And it wasn't until I finished the run and tried to walk up a set of stairs that I realized, okay, my legs aren't back to a good place yet. So <laughs> I don't think I'm recovered as quickly as I thought I was. Um but you know, look, things will things will turn a corner and and things will come round, and um, I'm sure that in a couple of days things will things will settle down, and I still have two weeks, and um, now it's just a case of I'm gonna skip my evening double run tonight, and it's probably why I wanted to do a podcast because I want people to see that um, that's okay, and you know there there's a time and place for um. And I'm not. I'm. I'm going to say being greedy with training, but it's not greedy. It's actually just doing the training that you planned to build the fitness that you believe you require to achieve the result that you desire. Um, but sometimes you have to be logical and you have to weigh it up. And and you know my my hamstrings have been still probably just a little bit tired today, and I can tell that 
um, they're still, t- I, I call it talking to me a little bit. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm poking and prodding and touching and, um, I'm even doubting doing the second run, it, it basically suggests that there's something not quite right and that they need a little bit of time, um, to basically recover a little bit more. Um, so that's the plan. I'm going to skip the evening double. I'm going to go to Tesco and I'm going to buy four bags of ice and I'm going to have my third ice bath this week. Um, but, you know, this is the time and place to do it. Another reason why I'm skipping the double and why I will probably make I, I've spoke to Rob and we talked about the session for tomorrow and we both agreed that it's probably best to just take take the sting out of the session a little bit in various ways um, purely because what you don't want to do is to, you, you can you can carry fatigue so you can you probably could have got rid of the fatigue from the half marathon in seven eight days but what you can do is you can imagine having a cut and you know you have a scab over that cut which is allowing it to heal and you keep doing an activity that removes the scab and so you can basically prolong how long a cut takes to heal and it's because your own doing and the cut was probably ready to heal and it probably wanted to heal same as the recovery you know and but you can basically by by continually pushing and continually um pushing your body when it's tired you can just extend how long that fatigue lasts um and so what i don't want is at the end of next week to be in a position where you know it's a week until london and i should be fully recovered from the half marathon but because i got a little bit greedy with training and i didn't listen to my body i i allowed that fatigue to last longer than it should have lasted um so that's that's the plan. So no run tonight. Um, plenty of good nutrition. Um, plenty of fluids. Making sure I'm hydrated. Plenty of sleep. Um, I ordered some Epsom bath salts. So from tomorrow, I'll probably start having after any sessions that I do or longer runs, I'll have an Epsom bath, um, and that'll last until about a week before the marathon, and then in that last week. You know, I'll let the taper do the rest. I'm not gonna. I'm basically not gonna do anything that I didn't do before the half marathon because I think that would be pretty silly. And and the Epsom baths might end up dehydrating me, playing a negative role. And so there's still probably about seven eight days where I can try little things to help encourage recovery. But you know, once you get to next Sunday, well then you're basically just allowing the taper. To do the rest um, and so it's, it's crazy that you know that's coming up so fast um, I think I've got um, probably two or three more sessions which um, will play any role in how London will go um, they're they're very very easy sessions but they still need to get done I okay I tell a lie they're not very very easy sessions but the hard sessions are definitely done and these sessions are just topping things up and topping the fitness up and the the main work between now and london especially over this next week is just 
I guess I've said it many times before, but you know, staying calm, keeping everything in a in a good place and, and not getting carried away. And, you know, that's the kind of work that I do with the sports psychologist and, and you know, now the sports psychiatrist. And um, it's really working on things that um, help me essentially just stay calm. And um, I actually got a, um, I got, I got a new phone, which is really funny the reason why i was due an upgrade but i'd already bought like i this is going to sound really spoiled but it kind of is and it's not um i'd already bought an iphone 11 pro i think it's called during lockdown because i was doing like home home workouts and home videos and and you know under armor were like compensating us i guess for doing those um and so some of the money that i got i decided to reinvest to get a better phone to make the quality of the videos better um but then i was due a phone upgrade and i got an email about it last week and so i went and had a look at what sort of phones were available and this seems really irrelevant to the running podcast but i ended up buying a or like upgrading sorry to it's a samsung galaxy note ultra um, and the reason being, which which is relevant, um, is because basically the Samsung Galaxy Note, you can scribble ideas down and journal and write. And one of the things I found really useful recently is when I'm when I'm going through, like uh, I I get moments where um, you know, like I told you guys after the really good tempo, um, where I you know almost get like it's not an anxiety attack or a panic attack or anything like that. In fact, it might be, but it's just mild. And, you know, I, I feel maybe a little bit sick in my stomach and my heart's racing and, and I, I get excited and, and I get this feeling of you need to do something now. You need to act now. And when I woke up in Font Rameau, you know, a couple of Saturdays ago, three weeks ago now, that's exactly the sort of anxiety and feelings and, and rush that I got. And it's very like you're hooked on a feeling which is a really good song, but you're hooked on this feeling and you're you're thinking, I need to I need to act now, I need to do something now. And even though the logical part of my brain is probably wrestling with the emotional part of my brain saying, No, you know, you don't need to act now, like everything's okay, um, it can be quite powerful. And people know exactly what I'm talking about. Some people listening will understand that feeling when, when you've just got a real moment of um, uncontrollable feelings almost and it grips you in and it hooks you in and um, often that can then lead to things being said, done, things being said internally or externally or um, that you know you end up regretting. I don't necessarily regret leaving Font Rameau. Um, Certainly not this time anyway, but if I look at it logically, um, I still could have stayed up there for, you know, another 10, 11 days and then gone straight down and raced the half marathon. But look, the 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 punchline there was that by by writing things down, it, it seems to be when I write, the part of my brain that writes is probably the, the logical part of my brain. And so I find that by writing feelings down, worries, concerns, oh no, I, I can't 
miss a double run? What if I lose fitness? You know, and then the the logical part of my brain will say, Stephen, it takes two weeks to lose fitness. You know, there's there's a and then you can logically plan how to handle the feelings. So sometimes I'll write a full page. I'll explain exactly what I'm feeling, perhaps why I'm feeling it. Um, maybe there's a history of something like that. I write that down. And then I, I put at the bottom, I put, okay, plan of action. And, you know, that plan of action might be have a rest day. Um, you know, take a take a bit of a time out. You know, don't don't reply to that text message right now. Like, don't reply to that email. Don't burn bridges with you know that person or or that company or blah blah blah. Like you you get the point. Um, so this new phone arrives and and yeah, it's it's been really useful. Um, I I really think it's going to help. I I think it's it's probably going to help with life, but then also um help just with sport and and you know help me make a note of things when maybe things are i i think if you know me by now you'll know that i've probably done a far better job of keeping my psychology in a good place over this past two years that i've been doing the podcast um which has led to better training it's it's led to better the the actual talent and ability was always there but I, when I spoke to the psychiatrist, and I, I don't really mind sharing this, I, one of the things that was really powerful that came up was I, I essentially said, I feel like I have this really, you know, talented and smart and, and lovely person within me. That's me. That's like, to me, that's my human and, and that's who I am and that's who I want to be and that's who I believe in and, and, and that human can do really good plans, is really intelligent, really wants to apply himself, wants to be grateful for the things that he gets in life, wants to be supportive to the people around him and, and all this sort of stuff. And that's probably the, the human that you've got to know on the podcast and the person that you've got to know on the podcast. But then, and the, the, the dark side almost, is that there's this emotional... Um, and I, I named it the other day as like my alter ego or I, I don't know if that's correct, but I, I've I've this other and I'm going to say fucking twat in my head. <laughs> and I I cried about this, by the way, with a psychiatrist because it was it was really quite powerful. And it's the first time I've ever said it out loud. Um, and, and I've got this other side to me that, um, you know, maybe because of past traumas and and maybe because of things that have happened in life and experiences and, and repetitive experiences um, that, that makes a real fucking mess of things at time for me, at times, sir. Um, and then I'm the one that's forced to deal with the consequences of that. So um, there's probably days where, you know, think about 4 a.m. tweet, you know, I want to retire. I don't think that's my human. I don't think that's the smart and caring and and you know good person. I think that's definitely the the drunk alter ego being a being a twat to be quite um, blunt and and so I wake up and I'm forced to to deal with the consequences. Um and it's not the first time. Um it's not the most recent thing that has happened in my life, you know, things like leaving font 
um other there's other things personal things that you know i i don't share but it's it definitely wouldn't be the first and it won't be the last time that um and that's the that's the part of me that i'm working on i want to get better at um spotting a situation when anxiety builds or or feelings build and having methods just like i've done with sport and discipline in sport and executing race strategies and things like that how much i've improved in those areas because i've been taught the skills to do it well that's the kind of thing that i want to you know cross over into life and um the the place i want to get to is a is a place where not that i don't feel not that i don't react not that i don't have emotions because remember that emotions are what allow you to have good feelings happy feelings and you know sometimes it's okay to be hooked and and gripped by your feelings if they're happy ones and and really caring and lovely ones and um and sometimes it's okay to be sad and things like that um but i really want to get to a place where I'm much more in control of which feelings I allow to grip me and pull me in and almost make me feel that little bit out of control. Um, you know what it's like when you maybe receive some bad news and maybe or somebody it feels like somebody's let you down or maybe they haven't but you've built it up in your head that they have and, and it really grabs you and, and you feel like you 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 know how you'd like to react to that and you say to yourself i want all this to calm down i'm going to wait until tomorrow and then i'll chase this up i'll have a look at it and then 3 hours later you're you know sitting in your living room or bedroom or and and you look back at the last 3 hours and instead of giving it a day to settle down you basically fucking responded and you got angry and you got emotional and, and you made a massive big mess of things way worse than what it was three hours before and and you sit there and you go oh i wish that didn't happen um and that's one of those examples of things in life that sometimes just grips us and pulls us in and and we respond and 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 chances are you were responding to a situation um in a way that you didn't want to but but perhaps it's because of something in life that has bothered you before or it's a stereotype you hold or it's a if someone's let you down multiple times in life you assume that it's going to happen and you you bring that with you in life and all of a sudden this new person that probably had no intention of letting you down but you just assume they will because other people have and 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 that's a human that's a very very human thing and we all do it um but that's the kind of stuff i'm working on because i i truly believe it's one of the factors that holds me back in sport it it holds me back in life quite a lot and like i said it's my my human if that's what i want to call it and my um the nice side and and the good person that you know often has to you know be sad and 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 wake up and and deal with the like i say the the consequences and and this you know it's it's been referred to as like a chimp before or an alter ego or this this destructive little fucker just tears things up and you know it's like a puppy that's been left alone and it just runs on a rampage and and it tells you phrases in your head like i don't care anymore blah 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 i don't care if i fuck everything up and and then actually you wake up the next day and you're like yeah I care a little bit <laughs> and you know you have to try to you know send your sorries and and like me apologizing about the retirement tweet and 
so look um everything we do there's consequences good or bad um so it's something that i'm working on and i i think it's it's something that over the last lot of years i've i've improved um i think if you look at um if you look at it we only ever focus on the negative and um, we we never we judge ourselves and we say you know fuck me scully you never handle those situations well but the only reason you think like that is because you never applaud yourself when you do handle it well so your your subconscious actually ignores it um you know think about when you walk through a door and you get it wrong it's a push door instead of a pull and you insult yourself and you beat yourself up but you never applaud yourself when you get it right. You just don't even remember it. You just walk on through. So that's that's exactly how emotions work too. You've probably you probably might find that you handle a lot of situations really well. You just don't make any fuss or deal about it. But of course when you don't handle it well, we tend to make a really big deal and a really big fuss about it. So that's something I'm going to work on and and I'd invite if, I'd uh, sorry, I'd invite everybody to work on that and and you know see if it's something that then transfers into sport and and into life and and you know you're you should always be making decisions no matter what life throws at us injuries insults and um, things we're embarrassed about we should be handling it in a way that we believe we'd like to and um that's a choice um and then also handling it in a way that will help our long-term goals both for life and and both for sport um so look things are in a <clears throat> a good place there's there's two weeks essentially to, to london and in two weeks time it'll be you know less than 48 hours to a pretty fucking big day for me which um i'm i'm really excited about so um yeah but look that's all i'm going to talk about today I'll, I'll just leave you guys with that um if, if no one has checked out my instagram I decided I'm sitting right next to it now. Um, I decided to sign my Under Armour vest and I wrote Scully 6108 Northern Ireland record and then I wrote Rivs and there's a big black heart next to that and you know that's for my buddy Tommy who you know is struggling with cancer right now and and you know it's not seven eight months ago that we were running 20 to 24 mile runs together and and you know it, it it really does it has affected me and it, it does hurt me um but if you want to i i donated 61 dollars and eight cents because of the half marathon record but if you want to donate a dollar or, or two dollars um you know you can check that out on my instagram page and then i'm going to pick somebody who in the next week I'll pick somebody that, you know, has commented on the Instagram and it doesn't matter if you donated a dollar or, you know, two dollars, um, but it but it all helps. And and, you know, it's it's lovely sending well wishes and, um, you know, I don't know, people pray. And but, you know, sometimes in situations like this where there's medical bills and and all that sort of stuff, um, little, little donations go a long way. Um, so whatever anybody can do, that would be absolutely terrific. Um, all right, guys, you take care. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.